Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Justin Latta is our guest. You read him at Indians Baseball Insider. Follow him on Twitter. Does a great job. Knows so much about the game and gives us a couple minutes today. What's up, Justin? Hey, I'm doing good, Matt. How are you doing? Good, man. Good, man. Love love interacting with this guy on Twitter. He knows his stuff and... First and foremost, you know, we're kind of talking to a couple of callers before you came on, and I think people are at a, at, a, at a realization on where this team is in terms of its trajectory and that this season's kind of done. Um, where do you look at the rest of the year and what you want to see? Yeah, I mean, you want to get more playing time for Owen Miller, who's up. Uh, you'll see more of Bobby Bradley, you know, get an evaluation on him the rest of the year. I guess we'll see more of Miles Straw in center field, and I'm curious to see how they – handle center field between Zimmer and, and Mercado and, and Miles Straw. See more Daniel Johnson. Um, hopefully get Aaron Savali back. I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense to bring Shane Bieber back, although I guess mentally it'd be good to see him come back and throw a few starts just to know, you know, he's healthy going into 2022. But I don't know that they need to push him to come back necessarily. Justin, uh, you mentioned Daniel Johnson. Where, where do you – what do you think of him? I, I'm mixed because I'm waiting for him to play. He's 26. Got him in the Jan Gomes deal. Anytime he's come up, he hasn't performed. But they haven't really given him a chance. Then you watch the game in Oakland, and he hits the game-winning home run in front of his family, and you're like, oh, this is great. And then last night, he slams into Bradley Zimmer on a ball that was not his ball, and, and he's made some poor defensive plays the last few weeks. What, what do you think of him? Yeah, I mean, he made that good play at Oakland, too. He had a couple good defensive plays, and he's normally a good outfielder. I think they're there was some confusion between him and Zimmer last night, and that's Zimmer's ball. He, he's got to be, he's got to call that. But uh, Johnson's one of those guys that does, you know, a little bit of everything really good, nothing great. He's got some power. He can hit a little bit. He's a good runner. He's got a good arm. He's a, a decent defender in right field. I mean, he's just, he's one of those guys you probably platoon. Like I, I said at the beginning of the season, I thought he would be a great platoon partner for Jordan Luplo. Obviously, Jordan Luplo is now gone, but um, I wouldn't play him against left handers, but he can fill a role. He's not, Probably not an everyday outfielder, but you know he brings enough to the table. If you give him consistent playing time, he might be able to to be a role player on your team. But like you said, they have not given him consistent at bats, and hopefully, trading Eddie Rosario and trading Jordan Luplo away opens up some playing time, so you can at least go into next year and know if he's part of your future or not. That's the biggest thing for him. It's been a weird year because it's time to play the kids. It's time to find out what you have. But you could have made that argument earlier in the year when they were wasting, you know, I think they handled first base at the start of this season so poorly and center field. 
you know, the likes of Ben Gamble and, and, and Luplo and then the Jake Bowers situation. So you hope they've learned from that. And now, like you said, play the kids and let's go here. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure why they were stuck in neutral the whole time. The Jake Bowers thing, you know, I get you don't want to make the mistake, but there was no chance he was going to be better than Bobby Bradley. And I don't think it's guaranteed that Bobby Bradley's better than Jake Bowers, but I guess now you've gotten a chance to see both. So you, you know that Jake Bowers isn't part of the future and you're finding out whether Bobby Bradley is or not. I mean, they were trying to pseudo contend. You put Eddie Rosario in left, you re-sign Hernandez, you're hoping that, you know, they still had one of the youngest rosters in baseball with those two guys in the lineup who were veterans. And you were trying to see if you could catch the White Sox and everybody thought the Twins were going to be good. I sure did, and they, they obviously weren't. But, you know, they were trying to pseudo contend. But they were never going to be able to sustain injuries to this pitching staff. If one injury to either Bieber or Savali was going to sink them, and it did. So no matter what they did, if they didn't have those guys healthy, they had zero chance to compete in this division. Justin Latham, I guessed, at JL underscore baseball on Twitter, IndiansBaseballInsider.com. Does a great job with, with uh, writing about the prospects and, and looking at this roster. The, the deals yesterday, let's start with Eddie Rosario. Fans are like, wait, that's all we could get for him? And then you then you just, you know, DFA Sandoval? Like, that that's just a straight salary dump, right? I mean, yeah, they're saving a little bit of money, and that's not – the end game. I mean, yeah, the money is, is being saved and you shouldn't applaud them for that, but they cleared the roster spot and that was what they needed to do. They couldn't afford the next best option was the DFA Eddie Rosario whenever he came back. So I guess at least you save money. That's again, that's not something to brag about, but better than bringing him <laughs> back and playing him when you know, you're not going anywhere. And he was terrible anyway. He, you know, came to Cleveland every year with the twins and, and hit a bunch of home runs and looked good here and then never got off the ground. And, I guess at least they cleared the roster spot. That's about the only thing you can look forward to is now they have playing time for more Harold Ramirez, more Daniel Johnson, and I guess Miles Straw and the rest of the center fielders. Yeah, the Straw deal I liked. Uh, I, I you know when when the Indians played the Astros pretty recently, both in Houston and in in here, man, he really can run down a ball and, and he gets on base and he's controllable. So what did you think of that move? Yeah, it was an interesting move. I mean, I guess Phil Maton's not really a part of their future long-term. Houston loves those kind of guys who can spin the ball really well. But, yeah, Straw can run. He can play defense. Uh, he walks a lot more. He doesn't strike out as much as Bradley Zimmer. I think he makes more contact than Oscar Mercado, so he's an upgrade over those two guys to begin with. And he is young. He's here through 2025. Hopefully that skill set ages well. But, you know, this is a team that's lacked a center fielder since, what, Grady Sizemore? So, <laughs> yeah. Bradley Zimmer and Oscar Mercado never gained any footing in center field. I mean, they moved Ahmed Rosario to center field in spring training, and they were very unhappy with Mercado and Zimmer, and then Rosario went back to shortstop. So they just cannot find a center fielder. So hopefully Miles Straw ends up being that guy, and he's got to be an upgrade over those three. You know, Austin Jackson made that play at Fenway when he dove, dove over the wall. That wasn't horrible. But that was – Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count, though, for long-term – in uh, in center field, what, what are you doing with Ahmed Rosario? Um, you and I have had conversations off air. I, I I'm not a fan. I, I think that he's a utility guy at best, but he's the, the Indians are kind of, in a, kind of a weird spot with him because he's not a shortstop. But they're it seems like they're not prepared to put anybody else at short at least for right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they're still carrying him. I mean, there was a lot of smoke in spring training about trading him to the Reds. That never evolved. There was no smoke yesterday about trading him. And, you know, he, he's not a great shortstop. 
he got better in center field very quickly, which was impressive, but he wasn't great. And the best thing he does is hit left-handers and run. And that's, that's for a guy who maybe can't really play a lot of good defense. That's not a really valuable skill set. And he was a top prospect in all of baseball when he was coming up and he's never really found that skill set at the major league level. I think he's got a very limited role on a good team. I mean, if you want to pursue him at second base or play, you know, some kind of utility role against lefties and pinch run, that's fine. But he's that's not a that's not a role this team needs right now. They've got to figure out who's part of the future. And I, I think it's pretty clear what Ahmed, Ahmed Rosario can and can't do at this point. With two months left, what would you? Who would you put at shortstop today and just watch and want and want to find out about? Andres Jimenez did a great job going back to Columbus. He had a bunch of home runs, and that's a. That's a very hitter-friendly ballpark, so I, I wouldn't look too much into that because he's not known for his power. But the guy can play shortstop. He can run. He makes more contact than Ahmed Rosario. And this is a guy who skipped AAA last year. He came up for the, to the Mets uh, at age 20, did not play at AAA, and kind of held his own. He gets on base a little bit better. I would just put him at shortstop the rest of the year and see what he can do. And if he struggles, you know, that's fine. But at least let him get a, you know get some playing time and work through some things and you know, see if he can be there next year because then you've got Gabriel Arias, you've got Tyler Freeman who hopefully comes back healthy from a shoulder issue. You've got other guys to play at shortstop, so you know the time is ticking to see this guy before you move on to the next, especially with the way the forty-man roster is going to shape up. You mentioned Arias hit a, a, a monster home run last night in Nashville for for Columbus, and um, you know if you view the infield future, how, how do you see it? Where do you see Arias? Where do you see Owen Miller? even Ernie Clement, guys like that. I, I, Clement to me is more of a utility player. He doesn't hit enough to, to be a regular, plays good enough defense everywhere, but, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> um, Arias can play shortstop, and I think he's a guy you could even move to the outfield because he's so athletic and has a great arm. Um, it's really going to be interesting to see what happens between him and Andre Jimenez. I think Tyler Freeman has a real shot to be the second baseman in the future. You know, as I said, he's, he's out for the year with a shoulder injury, which is really disappointing. Um, so at least that gives time for Owen Miller to, to see what he can do the rest of the year. And Freeman's not going to be up to start next year either. So he's got some time to prove himself. But I, I still like Miller more as a utility guy who who is maybe a bat-first player. Uh, the competition between Arias and Jimenez should be good, though, because Arias is a plus-plus defender at shortstop, has a fantastic arm, and has a lot of power. He's got a big hole in his swing, but he's 21. He skipped double-A and he's walking more this year than he ever has, so he's adjusting well to AAA pitching. So I think I, Arias has all the tools to be a star. It's just a matter of not the Indians can help him, or the, the Guardians, whatever you want to say at this point, <laughs> um, can help him close his hole in his swing. But if they do, man, he can be a star. I love hearing that. Justin Latta with us from IndiansBaseballInsider.com, prospect writer at JL underscore baseball on Twitter. You know, last night, I mentioned this before you came on, you know, they bunt over, you know, Roberto bunts, second and third, tie game in Chicago, and here comes Yu Chang. And I know DeMarlo Hale is just the interim manager, and to hop on DeMarlo Hale and start screaming, but Yu Chang came up. I, I knew what was coming. I just, I knew there was a strikeout. It, all he had to do was lift a fly ball, you know, and he didn't. And it's like, why is he playing? You know, great guy, seems like a great kid, but my goodness, it, to me, that's that's when you poke Owen Miller off the bench and give him a shot. 
Yeah, that should have been. I don't even know if Owen Miller was in the building at that point. He might. No, he been, was. But yeah, that's he was. But yeah, that's that's a guy who probably should have hit in that situation. But yeah, Yu Chang is is not an everyday regular. I don't think I ever thought he would be. He's someone who starts for a team that's not contending, and I guess right now that's you know the Indians. They're not contending, so he's starting, and he can do you know play a couple positions well. He hits left-handers well. That's about all I can really say. Nice, like you said, nice guy. Has a little bit of pop, but yeah, very limited role, and I, I don't think he's a guy you want starting when you're contending. When healthy, Bieber, Savali, Plesak. Then where do you rank everybody else uh, in terms of the starters? Cal Quantrill's been pretty good. He's an older, younger guy, uh, if you want to call him that, at the fourth spot. Then, of course, there's McKenzie and others. But who, who else do you look at maybe down the road and down the line? Do you, do you prefer Morgan over Mejia? Where do you rank everybody here? Yeah, you got those three. I think Quantrill has settled in nicely as a four. And, and McKenzie has been really good since he's come back from Columbus the second time. You know, he's more aggressive. The velocity's back up. And that's kind of a thing he's always battled in, in the minors. His velocity will go down for a couple starts and then come back up. But he never had command issues the way he has this season. So to see him turn around has been been really good. I, I like Mejia a little bit. I think he's got the tools to be a starter. He kind of lacks that out pitch, which is why you see him have shorter outings and, and struggle to put guys away with two strikes. So that lends me to think that he might be better suited for a bullpen role, especially with the way he struggles in the first inning. I think Eli Morgan can, can fill in as a starter. I like him a little bit. But, yeah, everybody else, as far as starting is concerned, is below the minors. I mean, I don't think Logan Allen is a fit long-term. Scott Moss was a guy – You'd hope to see this year who's been hurt. Uh, I just I think they have a lot of starting pitching that's below Double A right now, and the rest of these guys they're going to have to figure out a way to keep them in the back half of the rotation so they can bridge that gap. What about the kids they picked up uh, from you know from the White Sox and the Cesar deal, and obviously uh, the Rays yesterday for uh, for Luplo? Yeah, Connor Pilkington was was a good SEC performer in Mississippi State. Uh, a four-pitch mix who who can throw strikes at everything. His velocity has kind of come back up this year. I've seen reports on that. Uh, nothing nothing great as far as any single pitch. He's got good command. He's a big guy, so he can give you innings. I think Peyton Battenfield's got more upside than he does. He throws a little bit harder, has a nice cutter, and he's not Rule 5 eligible till next year, which is a really good thing for them. But I think Peyton Battenfield's definitely going to be a guy you can put in the middle of rotation in a couple of years, but boy, it's going to be crowded if they do that. And then they've got a ton of other starters to sort through with them. But uh, between the two, I definitely like Battenfield more than I like Connor Pilkington. Justin, your uh, your stuff's great, man. Thanks for coming on today. Uh, appreciate the time. Hey, thanks for having me on. Keep up the good work, man. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.